Have you been struggling in your relationship? There could be more to it than meets the eye. Welcome to Let's Just Face It. I am your host, Raquel Colina. For years, I was in a very toxic relationship, which I didn't recognize as abusive until the day I left. Let's take a look at the abusive patterns and behaviors to tear down the walls that could be holding you back from moving forward and living your best life even after abuse. Facing small fears can lead to big changes. Are you ready to get started? Thank you for joining me for another episode of Let's Just Face It. I am so glad that you're here for episode number 59. Could you believe your abuser believes you deserve the abuse? Why? Number one, because you keep putting up with the abuse. We don't even realize that there is abuse going on due to childhood trauma or childhood situations where we were in that mimic the same situations that we're living in in a romantic relationship. We don't recognize the abuse, but because we don't recognize it, we allow it. Most of the abuse, when it is not physical abuse, has to do with them crossing boundaries because of how we feel towards this person. We may let them cross those boundaries from here and then. Therefore, it doesn't seem to be a set boundary placed so they can easily cross it. Because we don't see this as abuse, we keep letting them do it. The more you keep letting them do it, the more they're going to be able to do it to you. When we keep forgiving them for so-called abuse, we keep letting them do it over and over and over again. That is why the most important thing is to know what abuse really is. An abuser believes you deserve to be abused simply because you're putting up with the abuse. Therefore, you deserve it. That's the way his mind works or her mind works. Forgiveness is permission to them. If you forgive what they've done to you, they're more than willing to do it again. Sometimes when you're in the abuse, you don't seem to quite understand what is going on. Therefore, are not open to seeing the abuse because you're confused and made to feel like you're going crazy and everything is your fault. Most of these abusive behaviors go unnoticed by us because we have no idea what we're looking for. That is why if you're feeling uncomfortable in your relationship, it is very important that you look for information regarding what is going on. When you're mentally and psychologically abused, you don't know that you're being abused because this is a strategy to them. It is done in a way that it goes gradually and slowly. They don't want to scare you until they have hooked you. They will put up abuse in the form of not respecting your boundaries Either because, one, you haven't placed a boundary, two, you've been lenient on then crossing your boundaries, or three, because you haven't expressed that that is a boundary in itself. Therefore, these boundaries are being crossed over, stepped on, because you simply have not placed them. You have to understand what abuse actually is in order to be able to interpret that it is abuse and you're able to set up your boundaries and your emotions and your mental state in the right place. Number two, physical is not the only type of abuse. Emotional, mental abuse, psychological abuse, financial abuse, sexual abuse are also different types of abuse that go into a relationship. You need to realize what is going on in your relationship And if you are feeling uncomfortable, confused, and kind of crazy, that is the first sign that you have to start looking for information out there. Until you know what abuse looks like, you're not going to be able to recognize it. 
If at any given point in your relationship, you feel that your relationship is turning kind of ugly or it just doesn't sit right with you, it doesn't feel right with you, it feels that you're going nowhere, it feels like you're no longer comfortable, you love this person, but you have no idea how you can stand them. It's like a love-hate relationship. You love him at times and you hate him at times. There's times where you feel so broken down, so unloved and undervalued and so underneath it all that you can't quite understand why you're feeling this way. You remember an old version of yourself when you felt so strong and you don't see this person in yourself anymore. It's in this moment that you have to start searching for answers. Not all relationships that are hard are abusive, but that is typically a sign that there is something in your relationship that is physically, mentally, and emotionally bothering you. There might be more to it than meets the eye. This is the time that you have to find out if your relationship is toxic abusive. I have a free guide that I've set up for you. You can go to RaquelCalina.com forward slash toxic and you can get a free guide with 11 signs that you're in a toxic relationship. If you're driving or you can't write it at this moment, don't worry about it. I got you. I'm going to put it in the show notes. When you're done with whatever you're doing, you can go back to the episode page and you can check the information there. First of all, you have to recognize that you're in a toxic abusive relationship before you can move on from there. Like I said, a lot of these things that happen in an abusive relationship are not mentally and quickly recognized by us as abuse. There's things like manipulation and gaslighting, and these are things that they use to play with our minds. And because they're playing with our memory, with our perception, and with certain instructions, the way they portray them for us to think that it's our idea and not theirs, this kind of influence starts affecting you in an emotional and a psychological level. They go unnoticed by you. For example, and this happened to me at one point, I really wanted to go to this Christmas party at my job back in Puerto Rico. But at the same time, I was not up to getting like really dressed up and blah, blah, blah. But I did want to have a good time. And I did want to go out and meet my friends and dance and have a great time. He was working. Therefore, during our conversation, he made it very clear that he was not comfortable in the fact that I wanted to go to this Christmas party to spend time with my male coworkers and maybe dance with them as well. The way the conversation kept going, and for some reason, this specific conversation was always ingrained in my mind. The way that the conversation went as to me telling him how I wanted to go to the party and who was going to be there and he knew so-and-so and he liked so-and-so and this band was playing and all of this scenario that I was painting the pretty picture of me wanting to go to this Christmas party with my co-workers, he turned this conversation into me not even wanting to go. He started arguing and telling me a whole bunch of things about myself to make me feel like I was so bad, like I didn't have a dress and I had gained weight and I wasn't going to look nice and I had to come home late and he wasn't going to be home. And what if something happened to me? He flipped the whole conversation to me thinking that why would I want to put myself through all of this and made me believe that I didn't really want to go to the party. It always stayed in my mind because maybe this was the first time that I actually realized how he had manipulated me into not going to the party that I really wanted to go to. Because the way the conversation went, and I don't remember specific details, I never went to this party. 
And I was totally left out the next day at work, everybody telling us about the band, about how much fun they had, how much they had to drink, till what time they were there, all the details about the party. And all my friends were there, the guy friends, the girlfriends, everybody took their partners and they had a blast. I was left out and it probably made me feel like it did in high school when my mother didn't let me go out. And maybe that's the reason why it hit me so much. What I want to get at is the fact that they manipulate the situation into sometimes making you believe that it was your idea to begin with, that you didn't want to go, that you didn't want it to wear, that wasn't the best choice, and they will play with your mind. These things you have to learn to recognize. You have to know what you're dealing with. You have to understand what you're dealing with so you can deal with it. Is there something in your relationship that is making you feel uncomfortable? Is there something in your relationship that is making you feel like you're crazy or you're constantly confused? Is there something that's happening in your relationship that is making you feel different from the kind of person that you used to be? Number three, once you find out your relationship is toxic, you have to start investigating. You have to start researching and studying the types of tactics and methods that your abuser is using. You not only have to understand the different methods and tactics, their game plan. You have to understand the the game plan that they're following. You also have to know how this is affecting you. The more you keep forgiving or putting up with the abuse simply because you do not recognize it as abuse, the more in danger you are of having the abuse go into deeper levels of abuse or it's simply affecting your emotional state and your mental health. When you understand that his behaviors are toxic and abusive, then you can start setting up boundaries then you can stop from putting up with this abuse. But because you don't understand that it is abuse, because you have no idea you're being emotionally and psychologically abused, you're just working through it as another brick in the road. You're forgiving things and they keep doing it. The more you forgive them and the more you put up with it, the worse it is. Therefore, making you stay longer in the relationship because you're just trying to fix a problem that is not fixable the abuse can start heading in a different direction. Therefore, it can start going into other different types of abuse that you can't recognize or it can move up to physical abuse. You're going to keep creating a trauma bond with this person because you are staying with them, trying to work through their relationship. When you're working through these types of relationships, you're usually putting the blame on yourself for the things that are happening. The more you put the blame on you, the least you're going to put the blame on them. The more you put the blame on you, the more you're going to accept and keep putting up with the abuse. By putting up with this abuse, you're just telling them that you're well aware of what is happening, whether you are or not, and that you're okay with this type of treatment. This is why you have to know what abuse actually is and all the details of abuse so that you can understand the type of relationship that you have and you can start to step away from this relationship and start setting clear boundaries. If this person doesn't respect your boundaries, once you set them up, this person is an abuser that will never change and therefore you need to leave this relationship as soon as it's possible for you. Abuse comes in many different forms, shapes, and sizes. And a lot of these are not even recognizable to the human eye. A lot of people don't realize that they are being abused, but the people around them do. There's usually somebody in your circle that has realized that you're abusive is not the norm. 
whether it's a comment and I was just kidding or any other type of attitude that your people noticed that he had. It is always good to keep in touch with your support system and your friends, especially if they've already gotten to know this person and have spent time getting to know this person. They don't know them like you do. Therefore, for them on the outside, it's easier to see things that you haven't seen. They don't know them like you do. Therefore, it's easier to see things from another point of view than from where you're standing right now. Always believe in your support system. Always have a support system. Don't forget to download the free guide. The information will be in the show notes. There was a big announcement made on my social media the 18th. I created my first physical product for you and it will fall perfectly with what you're going right now if this is your case. You can go to thebreakawayjournal.com to purchase your copy. It is not an ebook anymore. It is a physical book that you're going to be working through. It's not a book you sit down and read and you absorb all the information. No, this is a four-in-one book. It's a workbook. It's a journal. It's a guide for you to understand the different stages and the different tactics of an abusive relationship. It's also an informative book where it's going to give you the different stages, tactics, and abusers that are out there. It's not a full list of anything specifically, but it is a list to get you started on the main topics about narcissistic abuse, love bombing, hoovering, the discard, the trauma bond, and all these topics that I have previously spoken about specifically in this podcast. If you have any questions, go to RaquelKalina.com forward slash connect and you have all the ways that we can connect right there. If you have any questions or comments, I would love to hear from you. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend or a loved one that might need this information. This way you will help me reach more people like you. Also sign up for the email list at RaquelKalina.com forward slash email. Don't forget... Facing small fears can lead to big changes. Thank you for being here with me today. Have a blessed week.